NFTs are changing the world, and change can feel complicated and scary. But listen, you don't need a computer science degree. You don't need to learn how to code. You just need practical skills to win. If you are here, you are in the 1% of humans that are preparing for this major cultural shift. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it light. We're going to make it practical. Welcome to NFTs Made Simple. Just a reminder, we are not financial advisors. This is not financial advice, and you should do your own research. Hey, let's get into it. Welcome back, everyone, to NFTs Made Simple. Today in the house, I got my co-host, Jean-Claude, in the hizzy for shizzy, and we've got Mitch Jackson. Mitch, so excited to see you here today. Thanks for having us here in your ski chalet. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm glad the two of you could join me. It's a little cold outside, but hopefully that fire over your right shoulder will keep you warm throughout the interview. It's good to see you, JC. Good to see you, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, um, I got a chance to meet Mitch in a LinkedIn Live audio room. And th- this conversation, conversation is going to be bananas. I just want to give Mitch a little bit of uh, intro here. He's been an attorney for over 36 years, and he's now the co-founder of Maneuver, Manu VR, I guess is the way I pronounce it, but it's Maneuver, uh, rebranding himself as the Metaverse attorney, spoken at Tony Robbins events. He's got a Metaverse newsletter. I'm going to have links below so you make sure you stay in touch with what's happening with Mitch. So Mitch, again, thank you for joining us here on NFTs Made Simple. Always a pleasure. Exciting time to be alive. There's a lot going on. You know, been a trial lawyer for 36 years, an entrepreneur for 40. Web3 and the metaverse is simply another, let's just say, welcome mat that I'm really enjoying rolling into my life, uh, exposing what we're doing to new communities, to new relationships and new business opportunities. So it's good to be here, Mark. Absolutely. So I, I got, you know, if you're not watching this video on YouTube, you need to go over to YouTube because we're doing something I have not seen anybody else do. We are in Mitch's uh, virtual metaverse ski chalet, and it is freaking awesome. You know, it looks like we're on the top of the Swiss Alps. We're in here uh, by a cozy fire, and uh, this is a, a super cool thing. So Mitch, I guess let's let's start off by asking, most of the people that we bring on this show are youngsters, 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds, young kids, you know, you've been in the industry as an attorney a long time. Why get into this next thing? Why get into Web3 and the metaverse? Well, Mark, I, I look at this as more than just the next thing. I've been on record as saying that what we're experiencing right now with Web3, with metaverse technologies, multiple metaverses, uh, different interests, just some passions, different hobbies, This is going to change our community, our society. This technology, I think, is going to have a greater impact on on human beings than maybe the printing press, which was invented back in the 1400s. This isn't just another platform or app. This is another way that human beings are communicating, interacting, and connecting around the world 24-7. I think that with the pandemic, with the consumer uh, ease and expectation of remote contact, uh, remote working. I think that with 5G technology, faster processing power, with the click, the tap, the swipe technology that allows us to come into a metaverse, just like we are right now with ease, uh, with incorporating all of this together, I see this as being a global change that if you're not a part of three to five years from now, business owners, entrepreneurs, 
large Fortune 500 and 1,000 companies will be looking back and wondering why they didn't get on the train early. I see this as a cultural shift that it's required to be a part of. This isn't an option. Now, having said all that, as you well know, I'm super excited. My son graduated from the USC Marshall School of Business. Mark, the truth of the matter is 22-year-olds are not interested in social media as you and I know it. Yes, they love Instagram and Snap, and they love communicating with their friends. But from a business standpoint, they are focused and dialed in on Web3 and on the metaverse. And so I had a chance last January to co-found a new company, Maneuver, with my son. We help uh, traditional offline businesses maneuver or transition into the metaverse. We like to keep the metaverse easy. And so that's my motivation. That's my inspiration. And we get to be early explorers of these new platforms. We get to help a lot of really cool people and businesses maneuver into the metaverse. And I get to spend a lot of time with my son from a, through the lens of an entrepreneur building this out and having fun at the same time. So long answer to a simple question, but there you go. Well, this idea that this is the biggest thing since the printing press, I think, I think a lot of people scoff at that, but you know, I think a lot of people scoffed at TikTok and, and now it's the most visited website on the web. And, you know, I think a, a good way to prove this is by throwing this, uh, this topic over to my co-host Dragon here, because this is his first time in your ski chalet, in your, in your metaverse space. Dragon, first impressions. What do you think about this place? So I said, for one thing, thanks for having me guys. Um, for one thing I got lost and, uh, you know, it's an interesting observation that I'm having here because I'm the kind of person that, you know, recognizes right off the bat that we're interfacing with this guy named Mitch, but I don't really know if it's a guy, right? I, mean, I assume so because you told me. Um, I noticed that my co-host is now African-American <laughs> and <laughs> we're, in, we're in this chalet. And I also noticed that, you know, here's an interesting thing, Mitch, and I, I'd be interested to hear your, your input on this. My father um, runs a very, very big tech company, and um, he's always been into something called techno marketing, which is, you know, using technology to market products. But what was interesting about it when I was growing up is that if you're using a technology to communicate with human beings, it removes very much of the anxiety factor and the nervousness of conversation. So I'd love you to go, you know, I mean, just from the, the, the psychology of the, this communication that we're having right now, it's a different vibe than you and I being in a room and feeling each other's presence, you know? It really is. And one of the things that Garrett and I are emphasizing with our clients at Maneuver is it's one thing to set up a metaverse space and create an avatar. It's another thing to communicate effectively. Uh, to learn how to jump up and down on the couch like Mark seems to be doing right now, to use voice inflection and storytelling and metaphors to create rapport and build connections in these spaces, to use anchor spots, for example, standing over next to you and moving around the room as an avatar, which we're experimenting with. And everyone should know this is one of the first ever live video podcasts from the metaverse. We've got headsets, we've got desktop recordings taking place. We're all trying to figure this out together. But I think this is an opportunity to learn how to communicate better, to learn how to communicate and connect. And a lot of things that we do in the courtroom in front of a jury, 
with respect to metaphors and storytelling, they work really well here too. And for all of those reasons, that's why we're fans of these new spaces. It adds an additional flavor to what many people are used to with the Zoom, for example. And so I'm with you 100%. All of those are very astute observations, which is why we feel this is such an important development in technology, in society, in society, and how human beings will be interacting. You know what would be fun is if I if we bounced upstairs and I shared our outdoor deck with you. I don't think it's too cold outside, but it'll give everyone a little different view and perspective, and we can continue this conversation. Would you like to go upstairs with me? Yeah, as long as Mark starts behaving himself and stops jumping on your feet. <laughs> I'm going to leave that up to the two of you, but let's head upstairs and continue the conversation. All right, so we'll follow there. you. So what do you guys think? We're up so, on top. Beautiful view up here. Uh, it's not too cold for everyone, is it? You know, that's such a funny thing to consider first of all i'm a big skier but i'm looking up i mean first of all unbelievable you know what a sweet chalet um looks like there's some sort of jacuzzi in the background i love the fact that it's cold and snowy out but i can see in the distance that the rays of the sun are coming down which kind of gives me a warm feeling so like even though this is a hypothetical virtual metaverse type thing it's like it's pretty 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 damn experiential that's pretty cool um I'm just a little bit jealous of how good you are at your hand gestures. So is there a seminar on that? There certainly is. And one of the biggest things that we do, in all honesty, is we like to train teams to use their body language, to use their avatar. I'm using uh, uh, handheld devices, which allow me, okay, to basically mimic anything I would do in real life. I like to use my hands when I'm in trial, when I'm on stage, when I'm speaking in front of an audience. I like to move my avatar um, to the left and right when I'm talking. For example, you know, we're working a couple of different things, but I can pop over here. You know, I can, where are you guys? I can come over, work the room. There's all kinds of things you can do on your desktop or laptop when using this technology. You're going to be using your W, A, S, and D keys to uh, move around. You're going to be using your Q and E keys to rotate in a 360. Uh, you can use other keys like uh, C for clap, uh, one for cheer, two to wave. If you'd like to dance, you can hit three, four, or five to do a couple of dance moves. Three, four, or five. Let me see your dance moves. There you are, oh, Mark. You're not shy. I love that. That's kind of what Mark looks like when he actually dances, and, too. Oh, you don't even want to know. But you know, I, I, I think one of the things that, that really stands out to me is, and you know, you might notice here that there's two Mitches in the room. One of these Mitches, uh, Mitch's uh, account that's kind of acting as a videographer because again, we're recording this for YouTube. Right. Um, and the other Mitch here and why you see his hands like that is he's actually using the Oculus VR headset. So, you know, whether or not you have an Oculus uh -huh. VR headset or you're right on your desktop, you still get this somewhat visceral experience from being in this in this platform and it's you know it, it's it's to it's me it's one of the best ones i've seen executed oh it this is this is a very interesting phenomena and and the reason i can say that with confidence is my firm gets the phone calls the harassment phone calls the human resource phone calls and garrett and i are mm -hmm. co-authoring the metaverse handbook and 
there's always a new chapter that we have to add. So it hasn't come out yet. And one of the most recent chapters is for human resource departments to remind their employees and their team members and their executives that when you're in a space like this, the traditional human resource state laws that apply to you and your company, how you treat other people, not getting in their space, inappropriate touching, it applies in the metaverse too. And the, as these technologies become more realistic, those legal concerns are going to become more real. So there's something about an intimate professional rapport that you can develop in these metaverse spaces. In addition to, by the way, and we all know this is critically important when communicating, you're creating a unique, memorable experience. This is different. Instead of doing what everyone else is doing by jumping on a Zoom or whatever the technology might be, you're being unique. You're standing out in, from a, in a sea of sameness, right? And I think those types of factors are worth each team member putting in a couple of hours, learning how to use this technology, and frankly, embracing the newness of these platforms to stand out, to expand your brand from local to global, and to really make an impact on your business, your industry. And if you do things right, the world. One of the things that Garrett and I are starting, it's called the Metaverse Society. And we're trying to get leaders in this space to be a part of what we're all experiencing right now. We want to make sure this is a safe, ethical, appropriate place to do business, to build relationships, to help our local communities. And so we're modeling, for example, um, what the United Nations may be doing on a in real life level and taking those concepts into the metaverse to try to form a community that's looking out for each other, a community that's moving forward in the right direction and a community that learns how to use the metaverse effectively and efficiently so that we can have fun. But you know, at the end of the day, I still wanna close business deals. You know, I want to bring my friends into the, my ski chalet, uh, have a hot toddy, and when it's all said and done, sign that electronic contract contract, and call it a day. So there's a lot on the table here. Yeah, I, you just, you just got so many things going on in my mind right now. And I'm noticing that while I'm talking every now and then, I do get the hand gesture, which is pretty, um, couple things on the front of doing business and closing deals and and being an effective salesman and good listener and all the skills the communication skills that are associated with business um it's pretty interesting to consider this new forefront of looking the way you want yourself to look um, like i said i i look like just justin timberlake right now i can't wait to play around with that um you know professionalism also, I'm noticing that while you're talking, even though you and your cameraman look like the same avatar, I'm watching you talk and it is your real voice. And I'm just, you know, like there's audio platforms, there's texting, there's all these ways that we communicate right now. But this is a totally in, in support of, of your mission here and this whole idea. I, I really, really feel that it is a more effective way of connecting human to human, even though we're avatar to avatar. The only weird thing about it, and, and I'd love you to speak on this, is there's a lot of unknowns, you know, like, A, I don't know who you are, right? I know who your sure. avatar is, and, I, and I'm meeting you on that level. But it 
does require me letting go of the necessity of like really, really meeting you, shaking your hand and all that stuff. But I guess this is where we're moving, right? It's interesting, right? With change, uh, oftentimes comes being uncomfortable. It's new. And you're talking to somebody who is around and doing business before the internet as we know it, okay? And I remember people approaching me, Mitch, why are you coding and using a dial-up modem to connect to what we then referred to back then as the World Wide Web? And once the internet browsers came out and everybody was able to click and join, you know, the light bulb started to come on for a lot of people and they started understanding the power of this instant global connection. Fast forward from when we put up our first website in 95, 96 to the present, um, I think what we all now understand and appreciate is that there are new ways to communicate. And what we've noticed with the metaverse is that it is somewhat intimate. What we've noticed is there's a certain connection that you can build with your audience. What we've noticed is there's also the potential for all of us needing to do our due diligence when doing business deals and having conversations. If it's something important, you want to make sure you know who's at the other end of that avatar. You want to make sure who's in the room listening to the conversation. So simply applying traditional in real life due diligence business practices to the metaverse is the way to go. You know, you just want to make sure that you're using traditional written contracts to document transactions or agreements before jumping into a metaverse and having a conversation. It's just one of these things where because something is easy, fast and simple to click and swipe and join doesn't mean you should until after you do your due diligence. So those are all really good points. Yeah, what's interesting about that, I, I recently interviewed um, the, the author of the uh, simulation hypothesis who speaks about the idea that the world is a video game. And he talks about the concept of rendering. You know, basically, wherever you look sure. in a video game, he just jumped. Um, <laughs> wherever you look in a video game, you basically uh, see what you see. I just want everybody to understand that Mark and I just turned around and looked off the deck of his chalet and instantaneously an entire city like i'm thinking like salt lake city or something like that was just rendered so you know it kind of makes me start wondering can i walk down there um and one thing i'd love love to hit on mitch this is really this is like a super super cool thing that i'm experiencing right now because like when my daughter or my kids build like some sick house or thing in like minecraft or something like that the idea is that they have the ability to say, look what I made. And you walk around and you go, holy crap, that's so cool. So back on the business front, the communication front, you know, I mean, folks, he's created this like chalet that anyone in the world would like dream to live in. So he's created this amazing environment to have his meetings in. And even though I know it's virtual and it was created like and rendered, it's still a way of impressing people because the future of the metaverse is like, your address, you know, we know that people are buying, you know, property in, in the metaverse and stuff. So where you live, who's your neighbor, and also what does your, your pad look like? So that's a big, big leverage point and be able to, being able to like flex and impress people in these meetings too, huh? Be flex, you gotta flex. So here's the dance that we're doing. We have traditional offices and conference rooms and that's where we'll meet, whether it's a public meeting or a private meeting. We'll take care of business. Uh, very beautiful conference rooms, you know, a 10 out of 10 when it comes to the graphics. 
But once we're done with business, the reason we have this ski chalet, the reason we have a beautiful penthouse overlooking Miami, uh, which is just gorgeous, that's probably one of our more popular uh, venues. The reason we have a French Riviera poolside resort is so that when we're done, what we can do is say, listen, now that we've inked that contract, let's bounce over poolside and have a digital margarita together. And we can bring up a portal with a click of a button. Each of you would click that button and we would be taken to that new venue. So it's kind of an interesting way to do traditional business, but at the same time, add a little kick, you know, a little kick to the sauce so that it creates those memorable experiences. So I'm really glad that you picked up on that because that's the point of these chalets. I will tell you one other thing is we enjoy having round tables. I love bringing people in and talking about trending issues, really bright people from around the world. Rather than doing that in a sterile conference room, what we'll do is we'll put on our headsets because when you put your headset on, it improves the experience by about 98%. You feel like you're outside on this wood deck right now with the warm fire you know, over your shoulder, the cool air blowing on your face as the sun's setting. It's real. And so what we're doing is we're meeting in our penthouse. We're meeting poolside in the French Riviera. We're meeting here you know, in front of the fireplace and having these conversations. It's so much more fun than Zoom. It's so much more meaningful than a Slack thread. It's so much more engaging than anything else I've done other than meeting in real life, which is always my preferred default approach when it comes to closing big deals. But it's been challenging to travel lately over the last couple of years. There have been some obstacles. So what we're noticing is if you spend two or three hours of your time in these platforms, in these venues, what you'll start doing is sharing, for example, a spatial link instead of a Zoom link for your business meetings. It's it's easier, it's faster, and I think it leaves a better lasting impact on everybody involved, right? And you can do so much. By the way, one thing we haven't talked about is I can click a couple of buttons, I can bring up videos, photographs, 3D objects, I can bring up uh, uh, any anything that you want to complement our conversation, I can bring up and have it float in the air. I can have it show on a big screen uh, in some of our venues. For example, downstairs, you know what we need to do, everyone? Let's bounce downstairs to our media room. Would you mind if we did that real quick? Yeah, let's do it. So, so now we're in Mitch's uh, media room here, which again, one of the cool things is there's so many different rooms in this house. Um, and you know, we, we've kind of talked about some of the different features, some of the different aspects of this platform. But one of the cool ones, I think, is some actual real application of NFT technology. You know, Dragon just a moment ago is talking about how do I know that someone's actually who they say they are? Well, an NFT is a way of yeah. maybe identifying yourself. You know, we look at the art here on this wall, the Maneuver logo. You know, that could be an NFT, which is a way to flex or a way to sell artwork maybe he's got a board ape on the wall and everyone's like whoa mitch has a board ape that is no no no, no. it's it is an nft and when you have one of these you don't need a board ape or a crypto punk let's just get that straight i am an nft in here so here's the thing this particular property mark jc this is an nft okay and so 
what happens is, depending on what our clients want to have put together, whether they're looking for a turnkey, click, ready-to-go solution, or a custom design, bottom line is when that item is done, oftentimes you simply import that NFT, that property, through your MetaMask into Spatial and almost instantly can create this type of template. And so then what we did is we brought in the ski video and we put it up on the movie screen. We bought, brought in some logos, some of our favorite pictures. Back upstairs is a photo of uh, Strands Beach in Orange County, California, that I just love. It's my favorite beach in the world, but don't tell anybody, it's our secret. And so we personalized the space. And yes, uh, Web3 technology, NFT technology, it complements the metaverse experience. If you're an artist, you can set up a gallery and literally in spatial with a couple of clicks, you can import all of your artwork from OpenSea through your MetaMask wallet into a beautifully designed art gallery, literally within two minutes because it does it all automatically using AI. And you're able to then use that link to invite people in to look at your art and click and purchase. What we did is we used one of those galleries and instead of sharing my NFT paddleboard and running GoPro pictures, which we do have, we set up our 46 best negotiation tips so people can walk through the gallery and learn one tip after another. So by the time they're done in the gallery, they're really privy to my best 46 negotiation tips that's taken me 36 years to learn and perfect. And the reason we did that is we want our community, we want the artists and the creators to negotiate better deals. We want them to know what the process is and why most people will jump from step one to five instead of following through with steps two, three, and four, for example. And so we're using this technology to complement our particular interest and profession, which happens to be practicing law. What we're noticing is we have clients from all over the world that are bringing their own personality into these spaces. We just recently completed uh, three spaces for, doc for Dr. Adam Schneider out of uh, Florida, who's one of the premier plastic surgeons on the planet. And he has a penthouse that he's using along the same lines as I described earlier. He's got a private conference room where he can meet patients and go over videos and photographs. And then he's got a gallery set up where you can walk through and see his interviews, uh, his before and after photos. He's done a lot of media stuff. So that's an example of a plastic surgeon using these spaces. We just finalized a couple of things with Matt Hendrick, who... Uh, is an artist that paints with his mouth because of uh, a very severe accident he had 20 or 30 years ago. Beautiful paintings, beautiful NFTs, which he will now be displaying in these spaces, uh, not only for viewing, but also for sale. And his ability to do all of this wouldn't be possible without this technology. So to answer your earlier question, why am I all in on this? It's for those types of reasons. This is changing everything. It's, it's, it's allowing more people to have a voice in an easier fashion on a global level. And that's why I'm so excited about this technology. I, I, gotta, I gotta jump in and just tell you how weird this is. 
um, you mentioned the name of that plastic surgeon who is a very close friend of our family. Um, and uh, really? The, really, yeah, but here's the funny story. So next time you speak to him, tell him, tell him that you met me. Um, but here's the funny part of the story. He's the guy, Mark, that told me about Bitcoin in 2014. And I told him he was out of his mind. Oof. <laughs> Isn't that funny? So, so the fact that you just mentioned you're working with him means that, um, because this guy's got his finger on the pulse and he's very, very cutting edge. So that's super cool, man. I can't wait to, to tell him I was in here. Fantastic. Yeah. We're really excited about how Adam is embracing this technology and doing all, in fact, I think that's him skiing, doing a run behind me right there. I'm a skier too, by the way, I grew up skiing and snowboarding. So when this chalet came up, I, I was like, I need to have it just for personal reasons. It just makes me feel good to be in here. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a small world, right? It's a small world. And so what we're trying to do is Garrett and I are trying to take traditional and effective business marketing and branding approaches. I'm trying to tap into my 40 years of doing this as an entrepreneur. Garrett's tapping into it through the eyes of a Gen Z um, Marshall School of Business, which by the way, everyone's a pretty tough school to get into. From his experience, we're bringing all of our different uh, social and digital connections together to try to figure out what works best for the type of clientele that we enjoy representing. And for me, it's really hard for me to jump over into some of these other spaces where it looks like a Lego set's running around, you know, some little kid pulling on my leg while I'm trying to have this conversation with you. That doesn't work for my, my clients. I need something professional. I need something that really uh, uh, gives the right first impression. And so what we found is spatial uh, and platforms like this are what we're recommending to our clients. Well, it, I got to say, it looks amazing, I Mitch. You, I, I love that you're innovating and, uh, you know, especially I think it's really cool that you're working with with your kid on this project. Um, it, it's, it's very clear to me that all sorts of different, we're in unprecedented territory when it comes to legal issues, copyright issues, licensing issues. So I, I think oh, that you're yeah. definitely a good person to get in touch with. And, you know, one more point on the NFT is something I'm thinking about, you know, you talk about, I can open up a portal where people can join me in another space. Well, maybe you need an NFT to get into that VIP room. Maybe you need need to purchase an NFT at the event. Maybe there's an art gallery. You have to buy the NFT. That gives you access. I mean, there's the, the, the possibilities are endless. So I appreciate you opening our eyes to this really, really cool new territory, Mitch. Thank you, brother. Uh, thank you. It's fun uh, kicking the tires with this new technology with you. I hope all of this works out. And if anyone has questions, if anyone would like to learn, I think the easy way to start embracing this technology, just jump over to maneuver.io. Garrett and I are here to help you. And uh, Mark and uh, the dragon, we're always here for you too. So thank you very much. Awesome. This has been awesome. And, and, and just one closing thought from me, um, for anybody that's never experienced this before, when we first got in here, like, I got lost. Like all of a sudden I found myself like, where the hell am I? I was lost running through the building. I'm like, okay, I'm going to miss the whole interview. So I found my way back, but here I am in what, like 40 minutes that we've been in here. I'm like 150% more comfortable and moving yeah. around. And to Garrett's, uh, to Mitch's point before, um, I'm almost 
like sad to go. You know what I mean? Like this is a comfortable environment. So for those of you that are like watching this, it's hard to watch something like this and not experiencing experience it. So yes. I would highly recommend that you reach out to these guys, experience this. I'm sure there's some sort of a demo, but this is something that everybody needs to experience before they even make a judgment call on it. It's amazing. Yeah. You said something that resonated with me and I try to tell people trying to explain what the metaverse is like, is like trying to give someone a haircut over the telephone. It's impossible. You can't do it. The good news uh, is that anyone can click in and check out all the spaces we're talking about. They're all public spaces as to how we've set these up. We have private conference rooms and private meeting centers, but if anyone would like to see what this particular chalet looks like, or if they want to go to the penthouse, or if they want to see the French Riviera, you can see it 24-7. It's very easy. All they need to do is go to mitchjackson.com. That's my non-legal digital tech blog. That's where I have all my fun. And over at mitchjackson.com, you're going to see a link to the penthouse. You're going to see a link to the Swiss ski chalet. You're going to see a link to most of the other properties, including the French Riviera that we use. Click on the link, set up a free spatial account. You can use the default avatars, which is what the dragon's using here, or you can spend 30 or 60 seconds, click on Ready Player Me. It's on the bottom right of your screen when you set these things up. And you can pick some preset avatars like, like what I've done. Also, if you want, and you don't need to do this just to check out the platforms, but you can upload your photo. You can use your webcam and take a photo. And Ready Player Me will take your photo and add it to its avatar body and create different options for you. But I want everyone to just set up a free spatial account, click through these. Uh, when you're at here in the ski chalet, as we walk outside of the movie theater, you're going to see some round portals floating in the air. If you click on a portal, one will take you to the penthouse. The other one will take you to the French Riviera. Each of those venues or spaces have portals directing people back to the other spaces. We're trying to make it super easy to explore and have fun. It's all free. And uh, I got to tell you, this is one of the most enjoyable interviews I've done, especially from the metaverse. So thank you very much for having me. And, and uh, thanks everyone for watching and listening to the recorded and watching the recorded show. This has been a blast. Thank you, Mitch. Awesome Looking forward to uh, our, our next metaverse encounter, brother. Thanks for uh, bringing us into your space. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.